0: Gentlemen, welcome to the first podcast of Madden 21. I think we only did like two of these last year, but uh, this year we're going to do more than two. Might only get to three, but we're going to do more than two, I promise you. Absolutely that. Gentlemen, how is it going? I'm joined by Zombie, Tom, a.k.a. Jordan, and Gorilla. What is going on, gentlemen? What's up?
1: Excited to be here.
0: Excited to be here. We got the four of us. Ready to debate and discuss a video game and why one of us is better at it than everyone else, and figure out who should be crowned champion at the end of this year?
2: Wow, when you say it like that, it's. it's yeah. Well, I know it's not me.
0: So I don't <laughs> to argue. You don't. You don't have belief in yourself, is what you're telling me?
1: Uh, absolutely not.
0: No. Okay. What What is holding you back? Could you Could you give me three reasons what are holding you back in your belief system?
1: Uh, uh pick one, pick two, and pick three. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's just going all in. Okay, he's going all in. <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla, what about you? What is, your, what is your belief system for the year?
2: Uh, for this year, it's interesting because obviously it's a whole new game. But I find uh, more so now this year than other years past, we're seeing a change in coaches of who is maybe getting off to a slower start this game or who it's, the, ga- the gameplay is working better for. So it's interesting to see which teams, especially in season one, could surprise some people. So interesting. I'm interested. I like that take. That's uh,
0: you got you got pretty deep on us there. I like that. That's kind of giving us some insightful commentary. That's why you're on this podcast, Gorilla, as usual. Always giving the insightful feedback.
2: Uh, Jordan, what about you? What do you what do you think? <laughs> That's got five Gorilla to you. Sorry.
0: What was that? <laughs> I said, what's your which what's, what's your belief system in terms of your capability as a as a coach in this league?
3: Uh, I mean, I'm better than I used to be. I think I'll, I'll hover around, like, mediocrity. Mediocrity? Like, yeah, mediocrity. Like, ne- uh, you know, like the 8-8 eight and eight range. Maybe I'll get to 10 wins eventually. So you're, I'm not sure. So you're
0: calling that the, our, one of our ex-coaches at AGS, the Joe Special, the 8-8 eight and eight That is does the uh, dec- declaration you're saying. That's what you're going to go for.
3: What, like my prediction for how I'm going to do this season? Yes. Yeah, I'd have to look at my schedule, but I, I'd say 8-8. Eight and eight. Jeff Fisher level.
0: Jeff Fisher. Just, you know, competencies there. Keeps bringing back every year, hoping for different results. Same quarterback. Roll it back in. He's got, he's got one year at Tom Brady. He's going to make it work. And I have to say, you had a great win this week. He took down uh, Mike and the, the Panthers 34 31. That's impressive.
3: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I got. <laughs> Stop <laughs> this pessimism. You know, what I love. So um,
0: it's well documented that uh, Skip Bayless has been uh, going off in chat. And he basically said that uh, Mike was licking his uh, his chops when he saw the fact that he was going to play Tom Week 2. And what Mike said in response was, I respect all my opponents. So Mike was very respectful that he was going to play you, uh, Jordan. He thought he was definitely going to be in for a tough
2: battle.
3: It was a great game. I mean, I, he missed a chip shot field goal. So, like, I, I consider myself lucky to win it, but, well, you know. You, you, when you get lucky, the right situation. I was playing uh, Pirate
0: yesterday, and Pirate missed three field goals inside 30 yards. So you just don't know how that's going to work. So the, the trick to beating Pirate is make him kick field goals all game. You keep him in the end zone, he's not going to win. He's not going to beat you. There's no chance. He just misses field goals. I don't know what the reason is. There's no issue. A
3: lot of guys have had issue with the kick meter. It's faster now. I've actually done better with it, but um, yeah.
0: Well, so you're competent, you're saying. You're, you're one of the better ones we're going to look out for this season.
3: Uh, kicking wise. Yes. Okay. I've been great kicking in both leagues. Excellent.
0: Um, let's go around the table here. So zombie, how would you declare your, uh, your Raiders franchise? And it's weird calling you the Raiders after Josh has been a Raider, his entire AGS existence, and you broke that streak in the team draft. So I, how are you finding well the well aware that I
1: have broken that streak. Uh, he has let me know. <laughs> um, I almost picked the Broncos too. So kind of, uh, now he's the Bronco, so he's going to throw everything he has at me, that's for sure. Uh, it's weird. I just traded for Harrison Smith, which I think is a good pickup for a couple of years. Um, but I think I'll probably... I'm trying
0: to get six wins, but I'm on two now, so we'll see. But the real question, is Derek Carr the guy who's going to be the one driving the ship for you moving forward? Is he the guy? I believe so. Oh. I, I believe
1: he will be for the all, all 16 games. It's just, in my mind, he's significantly better than Mariota. Okay. Um And really the problems with the coaching right now than the quarterback, I think that would only be a, a step down to make the switch right now. That's an impressive
0: motivation tactic, the fact you're calling yourself out on public radio here, trying to motivate your team that you need to do better. Oh, yeah. That's a very yeah. effective tool and tactic. I like that. Um, going around the table here, let's talk a little bit about Gorilla. Gorilla has been the uh, the enemy here of Skip Bayless online. Skip is just going after <laughs> Um, anything to do with Gorilla and the Giants, he thinks the Cowboys are winning that division. And uh, we're going to see. I mean, that's
2: like any delusional Cowboys fan, so it's not really that surprising. Okay. So you think there's a few
0: delusional Cowboy fans in our league, is what you're telling me? Absolutely. Mm. If you had to rank the delusional Cowboy fans, what would you rank them as?
2: Okay, well, we got, I think we got Smithy at the top of the list. Okay. Um, I, I, think, I think that's where you have to put him. I think Flap, Although very delusional, still um, <laughs> slightly less, a little more of a realist. Who else is a Cowboys fan in here? I think we only have the two. I know, think like... there's
0: only two. We we always had a problem with Eagle fans. We didn't really have too many Cowboys. Yeah, fans. the Eagle
2: fans is a whole other issue. But um, the only good Eagles fan would be would be Skittles.
0: <laughs> well, uh, I told you, Skittles is an absolute legend. He the fact that he just won. Um, he's 1-1 won, he won uh, one one right now Is fantastic because Skittles had trouble winning games last time so Skittles is going to make winning a regular thing that's going to make his stream all that much more enjoyable because he's one of the most well, enjoyable people to watch play Madden
2: <laughs> absolutely and he was one of the main reasons I brought up that point about certain coaches maybe being better at this Madden than the last one and certain coaches being worse so it'll be interesting to see because you know, everyone assumed my division was a cakewalk meanwhile Smithy is 1-1 one one. Skittles is 1-1 one so, you never know. So,
0: is the Dallas and the Atlanta game in the books? What was the final score there? Oh, I didn't. Because Dallas was 1 0, but now I guess he lost to Tyrant. Is that oh, what maybe happened? he is one.
2: I believe he did, yeah.
0: Okay, so that was the last contest we had to check in for. So, well, again, there's a lot of interesting things playing out here. We got some early season <laughs> football results where we've done almost two weeks of uh, of football in the league as you said, things are starting to shake out. We're starting to see, you know, what teams are good, but it's still early because people are still figuring out how to play the game, Um, you know, what works, you know, the sliders. Um, I think just the inability, and we're going to probably address this in the coming weeks, but pass rush is just a, a weird thing this Madden, where it went from being godly to now being non-existent. It is a completely different game we seem to be playing at this point.
1: Yeah, I think we see the good pass rushers still get free. At least in my experience, this has been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, but everyone that's below that tier is getting no pressure whatsoever.
0: And it's weird to go to a position where now you get all the time of day, and people are picking up blitzes a little bit easier. And then really below-average linemen are playing out of their mind. So it's you know trying to find the right balance and level of that, and try to make that work. Because right now, uh, you know, some it's kind of weird when you look around the league. Uh, there are games where it looks like it's a low-scoring affair, like under maybe 35 points combined. And there are other games where it's just a bloody shootout between two teams. Like you saw Atlanta and um, so Atlanta, um, Buffalo and the Jets in week one, like 45-42. Oh my God, yeah. That was a crazy fest. And then obviously Velasco just beat Germ 52-14, which was a, a calculated, uh, methodical, um, surgical, um, devastating uh, defeat.
2: Hey, I, zone, I called so. it. As soon as Task beat him week one, I said, whoever his week two opponent is, I feel sorry for them. And I didn't know it was Germ at the time, but I guess that didn't matter. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it didn't matter. It was already dead. And, it, it, and here's the thing. It just we We're trying to figure out what is what in the league. Uh, if anyone caught their game, Germ literally could run for anything he wanted. He couldn't pass to save his life. And then Velasco couldn't run to save his life, but he could pass, and everybody was wide open. So – the the juxtaposition of these uh, these players, these coaches doing opposite things is just wild right now at the start.
3: Yeah, that's a really good balance in Madden 21, in my opinion. The, it's the first Madden in a while where running and passing are both very valid strategies.
0: Which I think can make games very interesting down the stretch and people are finding the right way to play. And I think the one thing we could say generally about the game is X-Factor players do feel like they're better but they don't feel as arcade-like this Madden. They don't feel like no. they are like... You know, when you look at players, like I'm thinking about guys that just, you know, with their physical attributes, you think about somebody like Lamar Jackson, you know, who I have now on my team. Lamar last year, when he had that escape artist, and you'd see, it was almost like you were getting like a little bit of like a speed burst, like you had the mushroom in, in uh, Mario Kart, where you just leave the pocket and use that explosion. You don't have that net burst anymore. So I think that the game is just playing slightly differently, where you just don't have some of the kind of over the top elements that you had last year.
2: Yeah, because I mean, you even had Mahomes with Escape Artist last year. Yeah. He's not a super fast guy, no. but for that slight booster Escape Artist, he'd be like 99 speed for a second. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, now, like, he's only really going to get away from some D linemen because mm-hmm. he's not that yeah, fast. Right. I find they play it more to their true speed with Escape Artist.
0: What are your thoughts, Zombie? On
3: that, do you
1: agree? I I agree. I think it's a little bit more uh, nerfed, at least at least Escape Art in particular. Um, I mean, we saw him get tracked down from behind. He's not really like he's still fast and he's still mobile, but it's not as strong as it was last Madden. Right on,
0: excellent. All right, so let's uh, let's do our preview here because I want to be able to keep these. Um, reasonable length and kind of made sure that we're we're staying on a good pace of time. Let's do a little bit around the uh the different conferences and divisions and let's get everybody's take on what's happening so far. Maybe make some predictions and make some thoughts. I know it's early, but we'll do our best to make uh, kind of sort through this. Let's start with the uh let's start all the way out west of the NFC. Let's start NFC West here. 49ers, Cardinals, Seahawks, and Rams. Got four teams in the battle here for the division. Three teams right now are winless, with the 49ers being 2-0 to start. Um, We will have a new coach for the Cardinals um, over the next uh, five or six hours, which we'll be announcing shortly. Um, Johnny's had to retire due to some personal reasons. We wish him all the best. He's been going through a lot of stuff, so um, we'll wish him best. But then uh, we'll have a new coach coming for the Cardinals. And the rest of that division is obviously McGee um taste and seymour so what is the early takes here let's start with you zombie what are you looking at from that division
1: uh i'm a, pro- a big fan of the 49ers i think they'll go very far this madden um i'm so shocked at the uh rams are 0 two i think mcgee's a pretty good coach i think he'll probably turn that around uh but if i had to pick a favorite right now it's the 49ers
0: so find that right mix you like the 49ers right now because seymour's obviously proven that he's got that that pedigree, and we know that he what he's capable mm-hmm. of doing within that. Um, what about you? Uh, what about you, Tom? What do you got?
3: Oh yeah, it's Seymour easy. I mean, no disrespect to the other coaches in that division, but Seymour's really good now, and the Niners are a very good team.
0: And it's interesting; he's starting. Um, he has walked away from Jimmy Garoppolo. He is not going anywhere near that job. He's started Jalen Hurts, which he managed to get for I don't know next to a bag of quarters from the the Eagles. And um, Colin Kaepernick is his backup now at the 74 overall, the uh, updated version there. So what are your thoughts there on that? How far can Jalen Hurts take this team in one season, uh, uh, Mr. Gorilla?
2: Well, um, I do think, like, first of all, I do think Seymour's got that division locked up. Um, But I do think he will find success with Jalen Hurts. I know he does have a noodle arm, an absolute noodle arm. Uh, However, I think Seymour is more than capable of using Jalen Hurts to his strength, to his strengths, sorry, Uh, using his mobility and making just safe short passes. If you can do that and march down the field, especially with that run game you have, when you have Mostert and Tevin Coleman, you could go off the play action pretty easy and make it easy for Jalen Hurts to drive the ball down the field as well, so... I think he'll do well with him. I know he's a smart player, so he's not going to make make throws with Hurts that or try to attempt throws with Hurts that he's not going to make. So I think he'll be pretty successful and have a good shot at uh, Offensive Rookie of the Year, which would be huge for him. So,
0: Well, I think it's interesting looking at the division. I think you're going to see some interesting things play out. I think you're going to see – obviously, I think Seymour's going to take the division. But I do think from the long run over the course of the duration of the franchise – the C.F.M. I think you're going to see, I think you're going to see McGee and taste both get better. Again, we'll, we'll figure out who the Cardinals guy is going to be, but I think both those guys have at least proven to be competent. And I think as they get playing more, I, I can only assume they're getting better. I don't see them being winless um, forever. Again, McGee was competitive last year in Madden um, taste made an NSE championship, an ASC championship game last year uh, before he lost. So I think there's, there's, there's talent within the division to get better. Um, but obviously, I think right now it's Seymour's for the taking.
2: Well, I think, too, depending on who gets the Cardinals, that team is so loaded as well yeah. that the NFC West could potentially be a three-playoff team division in the
3: future. So.
0: Excellent.
1: I 100%
2: agree with that, too.
0: I like that take.
3: Be- because of the lack of pass rush, too, the, the Cardinals are very difficult to stop with the 49ers. Which I think is
0: very, which is very, very true. I think there's, there's certainly uh, weaknesses that play into these teams that make them competitive matchups i like to see the divisionary the division games play out between there we're still seeing a few early division games but i don't want to see what's going to happen as that plays out here um let's move over to the south and the nfc we'll go to we'll go to jordan's division here we've got the panthers led by coach mike bucks led by coach jordan we've got tyrant as the falcons and mg as the saints right now the saints are on top with a 2-0 record um, if the other game is complete, then I think it did. I think the Falcons beat Smithy. I haven't checked that out yet. Did that happen? I'm not sure yet. I know the game was being played. And this is, we're recording this live as this game is being done. So We're just trying to get a verification of that score right now. I'm exporting the roster. Uh, it
2: is 20 to 20-3 at the end of the third, basically. For Tyrant? For Tyrant, yeah. All right, so Tyrant oh, wow. looks like he's moving
0: towards 2-0 and zero unless uh, a collapse happens at the end of the game of biblical... Proportions, but we'll move on. Um, so let's look at this. Not unheard of. Not unheard of. It's possible the Falcons could definitely <laughs> blow any lead. We've seen that happen many times. Maybe Tyrant will fall victim to that. To that old, that old adage, that adage for what what could happen with that team. Um, let's talk about what's going to happen here. What do you like here? Let's start with. Um, let's start with uh, uh, Zombie. What are you thinking here? What do you like?
1: I think this is a very very good division. Um, I lost to MG, so I can't say anything bad about him uh, this week. Uh, and I lost the Panthers week one. So I think every coach in here has a chance to uh, go really far. Uh, I really couldn't pick a favorite, to be honest. Um, maybe Saints, maybe Falcons, but all three, all four coaches here are good coaches. Uh,
0: I do like the fact that from a competitive balance, there are there's really nobody here, I think, that is head and shoulders above the rest. I think Tyrant was probably the best player collectively over the course of last Madden in that division. But this is a new mm-hmm. Madden and Tyra didn't play as well down the second time when we relaunched. Um, So I think he's playing well now, so he might get a leg up. But I think this is really ultimately up to anybody. What do you think, Gorilla?
2: i got to give it to MG, at least for Season 1. Obviously, that Saints team cannot stay fully intact uh, over next season and and beyond. So I think Season 1, with that win-now type of roster that MG has, Um, I personally put skill level-wise Tyron and MG in a very, very similar category. So I think based on the roster right now, I think you have to give uh, MG the the nod, at least for season one, to win that division.
0: I'm so thankful he decided to part with Marcus Williams and send them to me because I was very happy to have him. (laughs) Nice, young safety to build and develop around, so that was a, a blessing to get
2: him... I mean, he's already a stud. stud. He's a stud. He's absolutely <laughs> a stud.
0: So I think there's really no conclusive evidence here. Now, Tom, uh, do you want to make um, a prediction on your own division, or do you want to just skip that? I'll let you be the judge.
3: Uh, I mean, I can talk about it. I, it. It's difficult for me because I I didn't get a chance to play MG. I got the the advance times mixed up, and I was working. Um, also been dealing with like other stuff, uh, which is irrelevant, but. Yeah, no, I, I, MG, I know he beat the living snot out of me to end my season, the last season of Madden 20, um, with that Niners team, and I believe he was Falcons. But I, I haven't gotten a chance to play him this Madden, so I I think he is the one that I'm the most worried about. That Saints team is stacked, and he's a good coach. I always play Velasco, or not Velasco, not Velasco. I always play tyrant tight. And I did just beat Mike in a game that was kind of, you know, back and forth, kind of fluky. So I think, I believe I can win that division. I don't think it's likely. I would put MG as the favorite too, but uh, I'm decently confident. I also have quite a decent schedule down the stretch.
0: Well, honestly, anytime you get a chance to put two brothers in the same division and be able to go at it, I think it's the ultimate situation to be in, so... The fact that Mike and MG get to uh, to go at it is fantastic. They get to kind of see who's the better one, and they're going to compete all season long, which is just fantastic, in my opinion. Right now, I'm going to go with Tyrant as the favorite, but I will, I will, I am not surprised if anybody wins this division. To be honest with you, it's open, open for interpretation. I will say. Let's yeah. let's move over to the NFC North, the most interesting division probably in A G S. We have Darth and the Bears. We've got Velasco, the Vikings. We've got Large Soup and the Lions. And we've got Task and the Packers. This is going to be an interesting run. There, This is um, a very competitive division um, that is going to be, uh, I would say, a very big challenge for one person in particular. Darth is really going to have to get better and better. He is getting better, I will say that. But uh, this is a nightmare of a division to walk into. We've got Velasco, Soup. And Task, who Task is just playing out of his mind. He's playing great with Aaron Rodgers. He's kind of figuring everything out. Um, this is a division that I'm just I'm excited to see how it plays out as we go. Gorilla, give you the first word on this division. What do you think in here?
2: Uh, originally this was a division that I did not care to watch because I'm like, okay, you got soup and Velasco, poor Task, poor poor Darth. You know what I mean? But now I'm very interested because of like you said, Task is playing out of his mind. Um, so now Not to uh, discredit Darth or anything, but at least for the sake of season one, it seems like it's a three-man race rather than a two-man race, which is pretty interesting uh, considering Task. Not only is he uh, 2-0, but his two opponents were Soup and Velasco. I mean, so so far, he is right now, he's the favorite, I guess, to, to win that division. I still have... Velasco going on an absolute revenge tour this whole entire season and taking the division. But the fact that it's a three-man race now is pretty interesting. And for Darth, I mean, this could be the worst thing ever for him or it could be the best thing ever. It could force him to improve as a player. So then when – remember, he has 10 games outside of his division every season, right? Mm -hmm. So it could be one of those scenarios. Like, I've been in that type of division before. I remember last reboot I went ten and six, but I went I think or no the first season I went nine and seven with one and five in the division. And then season two, ten and or eleven and five, three and three in the division. If he can have that type of talent to play against and he's, you know, putting up a good fight, then when he plays outside that division he's got a really good chance to win.
0: All right, let's move over. Tom, we got here, we're looking at this. Fact or fiction, uh, this is Velasco's division to lose? Uh, I'd say fact. Fact. Okay. To support your perspective here, why do you think that is fact?
3: I mean, it's, it's no secret that with the way Velasco game plans and the way Velasco plays that he gets better as not only a season goes on but as a man goes on because of the way that he meticulously labs and figures out what works and what doesn't. So, I mean, no disrespect to task, but just based off the history alone, I feel like task magic is going to run out and Velasco's methodology and uh, specificity, specificity, whatever whatever the word is. Specificity. Specificity is going to... (laughs) This is AGS Grammar
0: Talk here 101 going for you (laughs) here. Um, okay, so you, you think we're going with fact there. What do you know about Large Soup? Do you know much about him or no?
3: I honestly, I vaguely recall Soup in other leagues. Um, I remember him being quite good, but I don't remember him ever feeling unbeatable like Velasco has okay. in the past.
0: So I remember, I know that from last period, there were other leagues where he was basically the favorite. He was the best person in those leagues. Now, whether how good Soup gets this time with the Lions roster is another thing. He just has a disadvantage because... He has the worst roster of those four teams, probably. So that does put him behind the eight ball, much like it did Velasco when he started out with the the Lions last year and had to kind of work their way up. So that's going to take time to kind of build that team up and make them more competitive. Um, Same question to you, Um, Zombie. What do you think, fact or fiction? This is is Velasco's division to lose. I
1: I want to say fact. I think it's a three-horse race. Um, I think Packers have proven that they belong here by beating both of them. Week 1 and Week 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Velasco, he puts so much time into it. He works like very hard to be good at this game. It's really his division to lose. I know Soup is a very, very good player too, so it'll be a fun uh, division to watch. Uh, but I wouldn't be surprised if any of the top three teams in this division won.
0: So I'm going to go completely against the grain here. I'm going to say Task wins the division. I don't know why I'm saying that. I'm just going to say that we're gonna. he's just going to continue to ball out of his mind. He's beaten Velasco once, maybe he's figured out Velasco's gonna take a few, you know, times to figure out how his, how the, the uh the game works and how it inter you know, all the interconnectedness of you know what works right on a deep road and what's the speed barrier to break this. And again, it's all gonna take time to kind of figure out what that's gonna look like. And he still hasn't assembled his dream roster yet. So I'm gonna say that this is a window for task, and I do think task is capable, though again. I do think Large Soup is going to be under the radar. And I think a lot of people, because they don't know him from other leagues very well, he's going to be a very tough out in the NFC North. But, again, only time will tell. Let's move over to um, Skip Bayless' favorite division, the NFC East, the Giants, the football team, Cowboys and the Eagles. we got a collection of amazing characters here, from Skittle to Smithy (laughs) to Flap to Gorilla. Like You couldn't ask for more excitement in one division. Um, I don't even know where to start here this is, uh, this is glorious, I love all four of these people I think they're all intriguing, interesting They could get better as this thing goes on I really hope this is a four division race Four team division race Because nothing would give me more satisfaction To see any of these teams compete for a division title um, Let's start with you Tom, I keep going back and forth from Tom to Jordan But what do you think?
3: For which division, I'm sorry? NFC East NFC East. Let me pull that up real quick. I'll let you do a review. I'm going to go to Zombie first. I'll let you do a review. Zombie, go ahead.
0: As
1: I said, I don't really have a... um, I would love this to be a four-team race. I love Smithy. I love every person in this division. They're just so fun. Uh, I mean, Saquon, I mean, Gorilla probably knows more about this than I do, but he's been carrying so far. Uh, With 7.7 yard average and leading the team in uh, receiving, it's like He's doing it all for the Giants, and I definitely think he could be an early MVP candidate. Uh, probably the Giants to lose, but I like everyone.
0: The, the weird thing when you, think when you play it out, when you talk about the running thing, is the one thing that's, that's completely a wild card this Madden more than last Madden is that injuries hit every position this Madden. And if you get a really devastating injury, and this might be Saquon Barkley, let's say you lose something significant on your offensive line or you know another key player. Um, it really could put you back more because you know some of the depth guys may not play up to the level they were before and i feel like it really opens the door more than ever because injuries could affect anybody and i feel like that's the interesting thing where i think you could find people that come out of the gate you know guns blazing but all of a sudden they hit an injury and they're they're back to being a little bit more normal here in terms of what they have available that's true that's true of every team like again if you took Patrick Mahomes off the Chiefs, what are they? If you took Lamar Jackson off the Ravens, what do you took Saquon Barkley off the Giants? What are they? Again, these are just elite players on 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 you know on respective teams. But I think I'm interested to see again longevity, health. Who's able to stay healthy? Because that's going to be the determining factor on the success of this division. If we're going to go just off based on past performance, Gorilla is probably the favorite. Um, we'll let Gorilla speak last. If so he will just crown himself champion, and we'll move on. But um, let's move to uh, Jordan. Any further thoughts on this division? Flappy, Skittle, uh, Gorilla, and Smithy.
3: Um, I mean, obviously Skittle and Smithy don't have the best reputation. They both had their moments. Uh, I, I think it is correct that Gorilla would be the betting favorite. I do think Flapjacks could give him a run for his money, though. Flappy, when he wants to be, can be a very good coach, and that Redskins team is kind of nasty. Whoa, whoa,
0: football team, football team.
3: Excuse me, that <laughs> Washington football team is kind of nasty. Please don't ban me. Is this,
0: uh, this, um, they, I, I honestly think they have the worst roster. I, I, I will, I will argue that anyway. I, they're the, they're the, they're the last roster I would want to play with. Jason the football
1: yeah. team, that's the last one you want? Yeah, I would, I honestly, I just
0: don't like anything on their team. Jason is the only thing I like on their team.
1: I mean, they've been developing D-line for like first round of every draft class forever, I feel like. So I feel like that D-line might actually get some sacks. In the whole league or in that division?
0: I would actually say they're the last team to take in the NFC. I know that might be just a completely outrageous take, but I think they're the last team to take in the NFC overall. I
3: mean, yeah, I'm looking at that roster right now. They have a superstar right guard. They have a stacked offensive line. Um, You know, they have decent defensive backs. And then the offense is definitely, I mean, it's not an offense that you can just autopilot, but it's an offense that if you know how to use it, you could definitely get going. Those wide receivers, you got Scary Terry. So you like, upside. Speed. You like
0: the upside that this team can bring you. You think there's, there's potential
3: to develop here. Is, is... I do like the upside, and I think that Flapjacks can do pretty good things with that team. Is
0: Haskins the quarterback moving forward? Do you think he's the quarterback for the duration of the CFM?
3: Uh, just based off my, like, mild testing, seeing draft classes, I would assume so because I don't know how he's going to get much better than Haskins. Okay, so
0: you think he's kind of stuck within that and we'll see if there's something much changing. I'm actually curious with the way that um, our contracts are currently structured for elite players, but also um, just if people are going to second guess maybe keeping a mediocre quarterback. Is people going to pay... You know, eighty-one overall quarterback, twenty-three million dollars a year to keep them. I just don't know if that's going to happen or not. Well, we won't know to the offseason, but I'm curious to see how that plays out. Um, Gorilla, give it's me like a-, a
1: lot of teams might like, get stuck in that spot of do I keep this mediocre quarterback because I don't know how the drafts work out
0: yet. Mm-hmm. Where it's like you just have to know if you're going to really go ahead with that you know above average quarterback. Like you want to go with Jimmy Garoppolo the rest of the way, obviously seymour's not doing that Derek Carr. these people that are in between that are just like they're placeholders we just don't know what they are ryan Tannehill is another example of that like how long do you commit to these people before Mm -hmm. you just like just cast them aside gorilla what about you what is your take
2: what is your division Um, i think uh in my honest opinion um season one i think flap could could win it um because season one, my roster is at the worst it will be for the entire CFM. So I mean, if there's if there's a door open, it's right now. Um, however, I am gonna say that uh, I think every other season after that, that I will win it. <laughs>
0: Smoking like a true champion gorilla has put his foot down you say skip bayless is an idiot skip bayless thinks the smithy will win the division so we'll see if that plays out or not do you have any final words for skip because i know skip has been going after you to start this uh
2: uh you know my best friend is a cowboys fan so i'm used to dealing with these kinds of people Mm -hmm. they're a special (laughs) type of breed um you just have to just let them spew their nonsense and just you know Turn the other cheek because no matter what you say, their their delusion will never fade.
0: So who's worse? Cowboy fans or Patriot fans?
2: I'd have to go with Cowboys, unfortunately. I do hate me some Patriots fans too, but <laughs> I, and as a Dolphins fan, like I, I really do despise Patriots right. fans, but the Cowboys fans are just so large in numbers.
3: Not <laughs> that <laughs> just in numbers. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you are talking Texas <laughs> <laughs> boy. Well, the
2: thing is here in Canada too, we have too damn many cowboy fans. It's true. They're everywhere. they're everywhere. They're not just in Texas. They're worldwide. Yeah. America. And they and they are delusional. They're large. They're loud. you <laughs> say when you say when you large, say
0: larger, are you talking about like rotund? Like they are just like they're very wide bellies and kind of like drink a lot. Is that what you're referring to? Or just it a large personality? It's just
3: America. I mean, it's however America. you want to interpret oh, okay. that. All right, fair enough.
0: <laughs> Full interpretation. We'll, we'll leave that open there. All right, let's move over to the AFC. Got a little bit of predictions there. Let's move on. So let's go to the AFC East. We'll start from the East this time. Patriots, led by a FETO, Dolphins, PIN, Jets, Valiant, and Bills have uh, Maloney. So we've got four unique teams here, all structured in a very kind of...
3: I would say that there's really
0: no roster in that division that is really great. I think the Bills probably have the best roster to build with. But, you know, I think it's pretty much an open division in terms of roster ability. What are you looking at here? What do you think is going to happen, Zombie? Who are you taking here in this division?
1: Ooh, I need to think about this one for a second. Uh...
0: Fedo, Pin, Valiant, or Maloney?
1: I want to go with a, a, a Hedo because he's 2-0. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's like actually looks very good so far. In his, case, his defense has been top 10 uh, which is something we're not really seeing
0: too much of in this Madden. Uh, I,
1: and I play him next week so I'm not trying to give him any bullets of material. Okay. So you're making sure you
0: respect <laughs> him as an opponent. You think he's going to be uh, very difficult out is what you're saying. Um, how do you how do you how, do you, how does he how does he compare it to the mid blitz king pin how, do, how does that how does that compare
1: oh, God. <laughs> uh i th- i'm not i'm not too sure i haven't really watched too much of either of them to be honest okay this division i know the least about
0: i would say you just don't you just have the least amount of understanding of what this could happen here okay fair enough yeah gorilla what about you what do you think is gonna happen here
2: I actually really like this division, and I would argue that the Dolphins would be the best team to build, but however they traded Tua, so I mean. Yep, Tua's gone. Yeah, I don't know about that anymore. I was anymore. shocked when I heard that.
1: I was absolutely shocked when I heard
2: the try and Tua, Yeah, me, like. me too. Um, however, I think it's a f- – I, I honestly have a very hard time picking between Pin and Otheto for this one. Um, I think it's uh, – Man. I think, I think year one because – uh, of what <laughs> pin is has at quarterback with uh isn't it Jacob Eason or something yeah it yeah. is i i give i give the uh, give a the edge right now um i know that patriots roster is not great by any means uh but i think it's better than the dolphins roster is right now so year one i'm for sure giving that to a fedo but these two are going to be in a tight race the entire Madden for sure and we'll see if Maloney and uh Valiant I mean we haven't I haven't seen much of Valiant but uh it'd be interesting to see if those two guys too can make a push. Well he's but our right now the Fedo. He's our Egypt
0: representation of the league. He's the only person outside of North America that's in AGS and he's coming live from, he's American, from where Egypt. Egypt.
2: Egypt he's American
0: but he's living in Egypt, yes.
2: Wow. So he's, I, I hope the connection's that. okay during the games. He's coaching
0: he's uh so he's not coaching, he's teaching over there so he lives over there. He's got his whole thing set up. And so far it's been okay. I know there's been some ping issues, but uh, we'll see what happens. But he's been active. He literally likes the league. So we're, we're excited to have him. Hopefully the Egyptian connection holds up and we can make that a thing. Um, what about you? Um, what is your take, uh, Jordan? What are you thinking here?
3: Um, I'm going to go kind of against the grain and say that it's between, pin, or uh, not pin, Valiant and Afeto. Pins, uh, Pin's a very good coach. Um, nothing against pin but I think pin's playstyle against experienced coaches can have holes poked in it because even I have always played pin very well um, and I'm obviously not a world beater or anything or at least historically I, I haven't been great. Uh, my only basis for thinking that Valiant might actually take that division, is just having seen his scores and seeing him play a little bit and also having like I I talked with Seymour about him a little bit and it seems as though he game plans very deeply very very deeply he gave Seymour a lot of issues and Seymour has a much better team and is by no means a bad coach Seymour went to what was it back-to-back Super Bowls I think or he went to two I know that much yeah
0: well, he obviously held them. You know, we go from a situation in 17-7. That was a low-scoring game. There wasn't a whole lot of offense. Both quarterbacks passed for under 200 yards in their game. So there was very little kind of things going on there. So I will say, I will admit that, that he has been a very big surprise. Um, I do think, <clears throat> listen, I think Efedo is really underrated. I think he is just a really tough out. I I would have to give the division edge to him just because I think he's methodical, He's extremely talented. I think he's going to be a tough out. I think he's going to bring the Patriots back to the playoffs, and they just have enough weapons. Like honestly, having Cam Newton drop in their lap as a temporary quarterback, or maybe he is maybe more than a temporary quarterback, is just a gift because he's capable. He's good. He can do a few, a lot of different things. I just feel like it gives that roster so much more uh, flexibility. And obviously, they have, they're lacking a few of the big play makers at receiver in the running back position, but. Um, I do think that team is probably better than we give it credit for.
2: Yeah, FEDO definitely is a tough out. I mean, we basically are split in terms of <clears throat> games when we play each other. And every time, it's literally, it seems like by three points or less uh, is the score differential. So, mm.
0: All right, so we got a little bit of mixed bag here. We've got one vote for PIN. Um, we had one vote for, uh, we'll split between Valiant there and a so we got, I think the kind of the, the clear favor right now, but we'll see how that plays out.
3: I'll, I'll, vote, I'll vote Valiant. I'll take the Dark Horse. I'll take the Dark Horse. that very good. So there we split go. that up there. Okay, right. so
0: we're getting some mix-up. I like that. We're getting some uh, some controversy brewing here. I like that. Um, let's move to the north, my home. We've got the Browns featuring Mustang. We've got uh, Sam Wow Steelers. That sounds very, very pleasant. Um, we've got sinax and the Bengals, and we've got my ravens give me your hot take let's start with gorilla go for it
2: um this one's an interesting one because you again you have a lot of talented coaches in this in this uh, division um, question number one is are we gonna see sinax or are we gonna see Tanknax? that's the first the first question oh. I mean,
3: that... <laughs> that's illegal <laughs> <laughs>
2: With that Bengals roster, it is pretty rough year one. Uh, but I don't think we're gonna see Tank Knacks. I think he's. Uh, I think that week one was an anomaly. I know he took the force loss, but yeah. Um, I do have MHC winning the division at least for year one. Uh, it'll be. I think it all depends on how well you use Lamar. Mm-hmm. Um, you keep him out of harm's way, and you just use them to his strengths. I think it'll be very hard for anyone in that division to try and stop it if you do it properly. There are some star-studded rosters, though, in that division. So I have to give Mustang a really good chance at this division just because of how good that Browns roster is, uh, especially on uh, on defense. Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous. Um, but yeah, I do have MHC. Uh, winning the division Mustang I give him second I give uh, sinax third just because of his roster and I give um, unfortunately sorry Sammy but, uh, I got you fourth
0: well let's, let's see let's go around here Zombie what are you thinking here for the north
1: I would have to agree I think Synax is a very very good coach but that roster is rough the offense is fine I think the defense just needs a lot of work so I don't seem doing it year one Uh I I think Jay Mustang is also a very good coach. He has beaten he's had my number in the past. Uh but I do have to go with MHC to take it year one. Lamar's a stud. He can avoid getting hurt. Uh I think relatively easily should take this division.
0: Yeah, the one thing is you just don't know what kind of Madden you're gonna get. And I think as people play more you're gonna find what works. And I think you know when you when you play with different types of players you're not used to playing again. I, I went from literally having Armbar Henry do whatever I wanted to do. To now going to a quarterback is a completely different world, but I will say, the one thing Lamar Jackson does, and everybody knows this, there was a play in my game against Tyron where, not Tyron against against Pirate, and Lamar just literally juked one guy, and he had a thirty nine yard run, just with like without effort, like it's just like he's a like that's the difference with Madden where you just you have a lane, and that lane is just it's so gigantic. It may look small, but if he gets free and you can avoid him getting hit, it's just such a crazy weapon to, to explode in the backfield with. It's just something else.
1: Uh
3: Jordan, what are you thinking? Jordan. Jordan. Let's go Jordan. Jordan. I'm, I'm changing your name to Jordan. Okay. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, see I'm I'm going against the grain again. I mean, I'm not trying to be a contrarian on purpose, but I think I think Sinax takes that division and I think Sinax does very well. Um that Bengals roster is not bad, especially now that he has Tyran Matthew. And the way that Sinax plays He doesn't need great talent. He just needs speed on both sides of the ball, and then he plays super aggressively on both sides of the ball. Like, he just blitzes the living hell out of you and makes very aggressive user plays. And then on offense, him having John Ross and Mixon and even Delaney Walker and a rookie Burrow, I I think Sinax wins that division.
2: For the record, I do have Sinax competing for first in that division year two. So don't hate me, Synax.
3: <laughs> yeah, but I don't think that roster is that bad. I mean...
2: I, I don't. It's just the rest of the division so damn stacked.
3: Yeah, like, Sinax is really good at stack. squeezing value out of players who aren't that good, though, because just the way he plays. Well, no, I agree with that. It's,
1: it's, and Tyron is exactly this kind of player. Tyron Matthews is exactly the person he would use.
0: Well, it is an interesting kind of group because you look at how... The Bengals roster is interesting because it's really the receivers. Like they have John Ross there, and again, he's just mad and good. He's not—he's not great in real life, but he's mad and good. Um, Mixon's, you know, a great player. Obviously, having Joe Burrow, their linebackers are pretty non-existent, and then their secondary outside of Matthew is—it's—it's—it's good, serviceable, but their corners aren't exactly going to light the world on fire. They're both kind of—they're both are corners over the age of twenty-six, so they're not going to age particularly well um so i'm I'm curious to see how he develops that team through the long run and obviously i'm curious to see how mustang works with baker he had a he had a loss to me in week one but uh we had our first game as a disconnect we were tied 10-10 so he's definitely very capable i know he struggled a little bit week two against synax but um there's definitely every opportunity where i think that it could be any three any three people could win the division there i think to be honest with you
2: Samuel. Sorry, Samuel. Sorry, Samwell. We'll see.
0: Sammy's <laughs> going to be a little more vocal. We'll see if he gets a little bit more love, but I think it'll come. It'll happen eventually. I think we, we'll embrace it. We'll give him a shot. Let's move over to the AFC South, which has become this interesting powerhouse division for a few teams. We've got Pirate, who is um, an impressive 2-0. He took down the Ravens and Chiefs in his first two games. We've got GERM, who's sitting at 1-1 after his first loss of the season. We've got Koopa in the super arm bar with the Titans. And we've got Papa Post, just doing papa things with the Jaguars roster. I will actually I, I should take that back. The Jaguars roster is the worst rostered in here and I should even say yeah, that. Yeah, that's that I is, that is that. the yeah. worst. Now that I remember looking at that team, it's uh it's a tough. Like that that's a that's a building process. No matter who has that team, you're building for a few years to fill the holes because it's, it's the
2: worst team, but I wouldn't say it's the worst team to pick because of all that draft capital you got, but You do. And they they
0: have well, the thing is like you just don't have a lot of available players right away. Like, you've got Gardner Minshew, which is something you could work with. You know, they don't really have a running game. They have some good young receivers, which works. Um, but there's just a lot of question marks on the defensive side of the ball and kind of building back if they cut so many players. But let's not make this about the Jaguars. Let's talk about the division itself. Zombie, what are you thinking here? What do you like between the Texans, Colts, tech, uh, Titans, and Jags?
1: I wouldn't have to pick Jerm just because his his uh, pedigree so far. Uh, I'd like that he got Tua, but Tua has – Relatively struggled so far. I mean, four touchdowns, six interceptions is not horrible, but it's not, you know, great so far. I think it's going to be a good division to watch. It's definitely germs to lose, but
2: Texas have looked really good so far too. So,
0: all right, let's go with uh, Gorilla. What do you got here?
2: I really do like. This is another one of those divisions that I, I really am interested to see, um, because. If you go top-down, you got... Obviously, right now, in my opinion, the two favorites. You have Germ and you have Pirate. Um, however, within that division, you have Papa, who is a really good coach. Um, and you have, obviously, Kappa with his favorite style of play, which is give an armbar running back 40 carries and try and deal with it. Um which it works. I mean, <laughs> it he does has work.
0: monster second week. He was. Uh... When,
2: when I, and I've played Henry already a couple times in this game. And it, when he gets freight train going, it is over. He automatically, like not 90%, not 95%, 100% breaks the first tackle every single time. So no matter what, when you get him in the backfield. He is breaking it. So,
0: you were talking about the fact that he, so in his second game, again, this is where you just keep feeding the ball. 31 carries, 175 yards, nine broken tackles. 19 was a long run, but like he's just, he's just going to work. He's doesn't just going to work matter.
2: the whole time. Right? He doesn't need a 70 yarder. He doesn't need to average eight yards a carry. If he can average four and a half, he's getting those four and a half every single time.
1: Yeah. He yeah. averaged five and a half,
2: so he's going to well, get even better. Up. He's feeling it. Run it now. twice and get a first down every time.
0: Um, Jordan, what do you got here? Or Jardín, what do you think is going to go here with Derrick Henry and?
3: Uh... Uh, I'm gonna preface this by saying there's probably some bias in this statement because Pirate is a a good friend of mine, but I don't I don't think we have the germ of your. I think that germ isn't necessarily like washed or anything, but wow, he doesn't he doesn't seem <laughs> I, I mean, I know Velasco is Velasco, but Germ really got dismantled by Velasco. And Germ gave up a lot of points week one to who is that? Papa. Post? Yeah, yeah, Papa Post. And, I mean, Post isn't bad by any means, sure, but giving up 34 to Post and then getting dismantled by Velasco like that. And historically, like, I think something you have to look at is, are matchups. And historically, Pirate has played Germ very well. I believe he's beat him. I know he beat him once in the playoffs. I think he's beat him a handful of times, and he always makes those games close. And this is a brand-new man, and that Texans team is pretty damn good. <laughs> Deshaun Watson alone. So, yeah, I got Pirate in that division.
0: Wow, okay. So we got a, a strong Texans take right here moving in. Maybe the – not the end of Germ, but maybe the the vulnerability of Germ. we should say. Um, this is an interesting one. I – so I just played against um Pirate and Pirate's playing really, really well. Um he's a really good um, user defender. He when he makes really quick um transitions and plays when the ball is coming towards you on a comeback route, on an out route, he just takes over the corner and makes the right swat. He just has a little extra something where he just knows how to play. He's gonna be really tough. Listen, he beat he beat um, Gom by one point, and then he beat me in overtime by a touchdown on a first-second toss, 75-yard uh, PA toss. He's got so much speed on the outside with Fuller and Cooks that if they get any separation, they're just gone. And Deshaun Watson is extremely, obviously effective, and he is nasty, especially when he's outside the pocket. So they have every chance to win that division. Like, I wouldn't surprise me. And again, the restrictions with how good Tua can be I'm going to say, I think Pirate is the favorite first year. I I, I think Jerm will make the playoffs, but I just don't. I think Pirate, with the way he's playing with Deshaun Watson, I just he's going to be really good. Really,
2: really good. I, I do agree that I think Pirate's going to win at year one, but the advantage that the other teams have is the Texans have absolutely zero draft capital. Yes. So it's going to be hard to build their team going forward and make yeah. it better than what it currently is. So I guess we'll see for the other seasons. But yeah, I agree. I do have... Pirate year one.
0: All right, let's go uh, last division here. Let's move over to the AFC West. We have the Broncos, which is Josh. That doesn't sound right. Um, We have uh, Zombie and the Raiders. We have Joshua Bizant and the Chargers. And we've got GOM and the Chiefs. Make an argument, uh, Gorilla, for somebody not named GOM to win this division.
2: (laughs) Well, I mean, you could easily make an argument for Josh. Um,
3: Josh G, I'm assuming you mean. Yeah,
2: Josh Josh G. Um, You could easily make an argument for him. I mean, he's obviously proven he's a very good coach as well. Um, I I see him and GOM having a lot of close games. I think uh, as a league, we need to figure out how to not let Mecole Hardman and Tyreek Hill each get over 2,000 yards this year. I think we should make that a league-wide project that we work on. (laughs) Uh <laughs> just they're averaging about 50 yards a catch each. It really – like I want to bleach my eyeballs when I see that. <laughs> um, but I, I, I could make the argument for Josh because that defense with Von Miller, I know he's not going to be there that long, but at least right now Von Miller is going to be a terror to deal with. Um, along with uh, some of the weapons he has on offense. A nice situation for the Broncos is – you could just run those running backs into the ground. you got two really good running backs, which a lot of teams don't have. Um, so if one goes down, you still got another one. And not to mention, he's got a young offense. Guys like Courtland Cort- Sutton, Noah Fant, and you can develop Drew, Drew Locke. Drew, Jerry Judy. Yeah, and I, I know, you can't forget Jerry Judy. He's got two superstar receivers and uh star Dev Fant. But
3: it'll be interesting...
2: I think I think Josh has a legitimate chance though to win this division, but it's hard to say that he'll win season one over Gom. It's so hard to say that.
0: Um, Jordan, give me your take here. Make an argument for somebody not named Gom.
3: I mean, it it has to be Josh G. Just like Gorilla said, the the Broncos team does have some good spots on it. Um, you know, the Broncos team is by no means an awful roster. And we've seen Gom be pretty up and down. I mean, I know two weeks in he looks unstoppable, but he's he's a guy who sometimes does not play near up to his potential. So I, I think Josh G has a shot. Um, I don't think it's a good shot, but it's there.
0: <laughs> Um What would you give Zombie shot here? Oh,
3: uh, which team is Zombie? I'm the, I'm the Raiders. The Raiders. Uh, I mean. With Harrison Smith now, I I think he has a shot. And I think the Raiders match up well stylistically against the Chiefs. Um, The Raiders are a team that their offense is, I believe, a variant of the West Coast offense. But either way, they're an offense that stays on the field and bleeds the clock, which is both in Madden and in real life what you need to beat the Chiefs. Mm -hmm. So I think – and Zombie is pretty good on offense. I think if he can – control the ball
2: josh jacobs is the key for sure the chiefs have yeah been. so i don't I, know.
3: I don't want to argue this too much but he, when
0: i saw his rating i think he's a little inflated compared to other people i think he's the most over overrated attribute player in madden this year
2: i would disagree with that.
0: I, would, I would disagree
1: really i just i don't yeah. see him being I, a high argue...
2: running back well, considering Kamara was was high eighties, I would put Josh Jacobs above Kamara. I think he's a better running back than Kamara. Wow. Um, I think Kamara is extremely overrated, but that's just my opinion.
0: Interesting. Okay, I like the take. Um, so here's the reality. I think it's gonna be tough. I think because of the, the the talent on offense, the fact that you have so much speed littered all over the offense, the one thing that is gonna hurt Gom and we saw it in his first game um, with Pirate. The defense is just not very good. And the hard thing is, obviously he develops players very well and defensive players in particular, and he just added draft capital. Um, at the same time, he traded into Sinex, and we'll know what we don't know what Sinex's pick will be, but it probably won't be a top ten pick. So we're not gonna see a top ten pick come from there. You know, his corners are not very great. They're not exactly gonna light the world on fire. The safeties are very okay. The linebacking core is very below average. Um you know, outside of Frank Clark and a, and a few of the pass rushers, they don't really have a lot on defense uh, I'm sorry, that Frank? Sorry, Frank, Frank Clark, Chris Jones Frank Clark, Chris Jones in particular they have Chris Lawson, they think up a pass rushing but they just don't have a lot on defense, and again, offense is stacked we all know that, but that's going to be the hard thing, is can you stop anyone with that defense which I don't, if you get into a shootout, obviously he has the best team possible to get into a shootout with, but that defense is going to have a lot of trouble stopping a really good team Not sure how you guys feel about that one. So I'm, I I, do th- I I agree with that. Yeah, absolutely. And again, I, again, listen. Patrick Mahomes is easily the most talented player. I, I will make the argument; he's the best player, just in terms of how big his arm is and just his, his skill set. Like I watch him. When he gets out of the pocket, he throws on the run. His arm looks like it's bigger when he's running than it is when he's sitting still. So like it's, I'll agree with that. it's crazy how what he is able to do. I don't know. He is something else like he is in reality. Like ninety nine overall again. There's really no weakness to what you can throw at him. And Gom is just so capable. We saw what he did with other quarterbacks and previously, and the fact that he's going to start quarterback like he did with Russell Wilson to start is going to put him on such a, a high trajectory here. But. Uh, Hey, yeah, listen, I think the Harrison Smith trade was really good. I think it's great value. The fact that Zombie only had to give up a first-round pick, I think is, even though his Smith is older, um, you know, he transitions well to being a sub-linebacker if he ever gets to 85, 84 speed. Um, I just I just think he's got everything you want. I just, I would be shocked if that trade didn't work out for him in the end. So I think that's a, that's a smart move to stay competitive and uh, build that up. And my think is... Blind, I, so. I
1: saw how well uh, Mikol and... Uh... I need some safety help. and need it bad. Because um, I've only forced 11 incompletions over two games. So my defense needs some help.
0: Well, I will say we are going to be making, because we are we are figuring out sliders and whatnot and figuring out the right mix. There will be some things that are coming down in the pipeline. Um, there will be some things that are changing. We do have, um, will be announced in the next little while. Um, pass, the pass blocking is going to go down a little bit. It's at 15 right now. It's probably still too high, right now. Just collectively, just it's not. It's playing a little it's too the effectively. Yeah, so I think we're gonna try to. And it's still, too high. It's still and 15 is crazy when we go from such a volatile wow. change. Um, you know, we think we're okay with the wide receiver drops. We're seeing enough drops. Quarterback accuracy is gonna have to come down probably a little bit. Collectively, we said that some players are just making throws that are just they're not that great. So we've been talking some about tell that. Car that. Um, so that's gonna probably happen, and um, again, we're trying to figure out the thing with speed too, because we had the speed threshold up last year. This year, we haven't touched it. Um, but if you stub guys with you know stupid yards up, yards per catch of forty plus all season long, we might ask us to think secondary about how we use those players in the league. So,
3: right, we'll make it happen.
0: Um, okay, give me last thing. We'll get you out of here. Give me your Super Bowl winner right now and your most improved let's say coach this year. So your Super Bowl winner and your most improved coach. Let's start with Gorilla. Go ahead.
2: Most improved coach, at least so far, I'm going with task. Okay. Um, I mean, because if you look at the last Madden, he was never a playoff team. I don't think once. Um, and the way he's playing right now, he's absolutely playing like a playoff team. And considering the teams he's beaten, he's playing like a team that can make a run. Um, however, I'm going Super Bowl winner for season one. <sighs> I'm going to say Pirate. Wow. Okay. I pirate like season one.
0: Sexy pick. I like it a lot. Nice. Let's go with that. I don't
2: like his team that much for the future, but I think he's going to make a run this year.
0: All right. I like it. I like the confidence level. Pick somebody the AFC. Bold move. Let's go over to Jordan. What do you think? Give me your Super Bowl winner and most improved coach.
3: I think – I'll give you my Super Bowl teams. I think Super Bowl is going to be Pirate and Seymour. Once again, probably bias because I'm friends with both those guys. But um, I think it's Pirate-Seymour, and I think Seymour pulls it out just off the back of that defense. All right. And see. then most improved coach, I'm going I'm to have a little confidence and say myself just because I have been pretty well these last few years of playing Madden. And the Buccaneers team is certainly no joke. So – all right. I'm going go with that. Okay,
0: excellent. Zombie, let's go with you. Give me your most improved coach and your Super Bowl winner.
1: Most improved? I would have to agree with Task. I want to say me, but we'll find out later. Uh, ta- uh, task has looked so good with Aaron Rodgers. and His defense has been outstanding so far, which is not what you expect from this Madden. Super winner? I'm going with a uh, Dark Horse, MG, and the Saints. That's such a good team to have in year one. Uh he uses them very, very well. He only missed like five completions when I played him, so I think that's the team to watch.
0: Alright. Uh Super Bowl, I'm gonna go with Velasco. I just I'm not gonna pick against it. It's it's not a sexy <laughs> pick, but I'm just not going. His brain will be uploaded to Madden at some point. He'll be in the game, so it's not even <laughs> worth
1: it. Make him a dev at this point. Figure yeah. out the bug. He's
0: gonna, he's gonna do. It. So I just think he's gonna eventually do everything, and we're gonna be all doing. Ice cold take. Um, and uh, most improved coach. I'm jumping on the Skittle bandwagon. I think Skittle wins seven to nine games this year. So I'm gonna go I with Skittle. That. I think Skittle is gonna have the biggest improvement from what he was last year. And I just want to see more competitive Skittle. I just that's what I want to see. The guy is happy no matter when he's losing by thirty. He's just having a good time. Now, that could be because of other reasons, whatever he's taken to make himself happy. <laughs> but at the same time, yeah, I just love the uh, the energy and the excitement level that he has. So I'm going oh, with I Skittle as being the uh, my most improved coach.
2: Could I throw in an honorable mention for most improved? Go ahead. Um, I think someone that just purely based off how how poor their performance was last year. We could see Darth as a candidate as well Um, if he can put together like a five to six win season. I know he has been trying a lot lately to improve, and I think he has made some improvements. Um, So that's maybe another just honorable mention for for most improved coach.
0: Okay, Uh, Honestly, I think it's very good. I think he's he's in a division where he's playing three quality teams. I think if you're playing – that's the good thing I'll say. If you're in a good division, playing against like three really tough opponents every time is going to make you better. It's not going to make you worse. Absolutely. So you're just going to be able to be instinctively and then you're going to pick up on other people that are not as good. So I think it's going to play That's out. That's how I feel. Right? So it's going to work out. It'll work out. Not
3: if you're the tilt king. Are,
0: do you think you tilt more than ever or do you think you tilt less now?
2: Oh, I definitely tilt pretty hard today.
3: Uh, no, uh, I, I tilt less. <laughs> yeah, I think it's tilting. Tilting has definitely
0: become uh, when you can learn to put it away. It, it works to your friend. You don't want to be tilting. You just you don't want to go. I there.
3: mean, I brought a that wide that. open touchdown pass in the other league, which I think would tilt nearly anybody who's not Skittle. I've
1: tilted one time only.
3: It was when I had a
2: twenty-four point lead on Velasco and blew it. That was oh. the time I tilted. It, again,
0: I'm, I'm still trying to expect what's going to happen. The one thing that drives me nuts about this one, and it, you've probably seen this before the deep ball that looks like it's covered by two players and the ball will go through the defender and land in the receiver who just keeps running. And you're like, right. how on earth does this ball happen to go through? And it happens so frequently where now if I see double coverage, I'm like, you know what? I got just a good chance of that ball going through their fingers and going for a touchdown as I do getting picked off. Where I feel like that was not true last year, but this year I feel like there's some weird stuff going on every game I play.
2: Yeah, it's interesting. Somebody used to pull
1: out the car. He just gets picked off every time.
2: <laughs>
1: uh,
0: you just gotta be careful. I, have a, I throw one interception with Lamar through uh, for, through two games. I just don't want to make any bad
2: throws. Keep myself. In I just want game. to shout out Danny Dimes zero interceptions so far on the year. Danny Dimes. Yeah, I like to continue that streak.
0: So, uh, who do you got in week three? <laughs>
2: i have seymour so that streak's gonna end okay so maybe you can keep it
0: going well hey maybe if you can run the sack watch right you can get that going so we'll make that happen right so yeah absolutely. i mean
2: that's the plan
0: all right gentlemen i want to thank you for joining we're gonna get this podcast up later this week and uh put up our previews so we can enjoy it. but thank you for sharing your wisdom your insight uh jardine uh gorilla and uh zombie i appreciate
3: your time I'm Keith Jardine now. Keith Jardine.
0: We're going to roll with that. Please don't be Keith. Oh, please create an alter ego for yourself. Keith Jardine is a great, great name. All right. Enjoy, gentlemen. Have a good night. You
2: good night, boys. Well. See you guys.